Mark your calendars! The ADCES 24 Annual Conference parades into New Orleans August 9-12, through 12, 2024. Registration opens March 26, but you can start planning your trip now. Get ready to seize opportunities to connect, learn, and optimize your diabetes care and education practice. Stay tuned for updates at ADCES24.org. Hello and welcome to ADCES's podcast, The Huddle Conversations with the Diabetes Care Team. In each episode, we speak with guests from across the diabetes care space to bring you perspectives, issues, and updates that elevate your role, inform your practice, and ignite your passion. I'm Jody Lavin Tompkins, Director of Accreditation and Content Development at ADCES. In today's episode, we're covering Professional Continuous Glucose Monitoring, or Professional CGM, the topic of ADCES's new implementation playbook developed in partnership with the American Association of Nurse Practitioners. As you'll learn here shortly, a professional CGM program is something you should consider implementing in your health system since it offers valuable opportunities to educate people with diabetes about their unique glucose patterns, promote data-driven behavior change, and create a new revenue stream. Patty Scalzo joins us today to discuss her experience as a nurse practitioner who's been implementing professional CGM programs for years. She's the primary contributor to the new professional CGM playbook and will introduce you to the step-by-step guidance provided in this new resource. Make sure to check out the full PDF at diabeteseducator.org forward slash professional CGM if you want to follow along as we discuss it. Enjoy the show. We're here to talk with Patty Scalzo, who is a nurse practitioner and certified diabetes educator with many years of experience, including in an endocrinology practice, about the Professional Continuous Glucose Monitoring Implementation Playbook. The reason she was asked to author the playbook was because of her work at the Mayo Clinic in Minnesota in their technology clinic. Before I get into a conversation with Patty, I wanted to explain to our listeners a little bit about what professional CGM is. There is also something called personal CGM. So how you differentiate it is that the professional continuous glucose monitoring system is owned by the practice. And you can think of it kind of as a Holter monitor for glucose. It's used by the practice to help uncover the reasons that people with diabetes who are not yet using personal CGM are not able to achieve their target goals and it's become the gold standard for assessing glucose management in addition to the A1C. And we're gonna provide you with a link to an article that discusses this for you in the show notes. So I wanted to give you a little bit about my background and experience with professional CGM before we talk to Patty about her experience. So I used to work in a health system with 25 clinics. And we were always looking for ways to improve our diabetes outcome measures. So when the opportunity for professional CGM came up, we developed a plan and put it into place. And of course, we needed an upfront investment for that. 
So I proposed all that information to my supervisor and, and she supported it. I was thinking about all the cases that I could tell you about, and there's one that especially comes to mind that's a great example of how professional CGM can help. There was a gentleman that had diabetes for 50 years, and his primary care physician felt that after that long, he probably knew how to manage his diabetes, but his A1C was still high. So we discussed using the professional CGM and the gentleman agreed to wear it. And when he brought it back, it revealed huge spikes in blood sugar after meals. So in questioning him about what he was doing around his meal doses of insulin, we discovered he was giving all of his injections in his left calf and had severe lipohypertrophy there. So the insulin he was giving was not being absorbed. And we asked about the reason he chose his calf and he said he ate out a lot and that lifting up his pant leg was more convenient for him than giving his shot in the recommended areas. So in this one case, you can see how the CGM report opened up the conversation and led to this new discovery where we could actually help him get his A1C into target. And Patty, I know as a nurse practitioner in your practice, you did use professional CGM. So can you tell us about your experiences? Sure, Jody. And that was a great example you shared with us. Thanks for that. As a nurse practitioner, I have found professional CGM to be an invaluable tool to find out what is really going on with the blood glucose levels in the person with diabetes. Really, unlike a few random blood glucose checks a day, professional CGM gives you the entire glycemic picture. I've used professional CGM to uncover previously undetected hypoglycemia and hyperglycemia. I remember a college student that was referred to me because her A1C was always over eight. She reported that she always took her insulin and her finger stick glucose readings were almost always in range. I decided to do a professional CGM to see if I could find out what was really going on. When she returned for download and discussion, I noticed right away that she was running very high blood glucose levels after lunch during the week and then by mid-afternoon she was having frequent hypoglycemia. It turned out that she was taking her insulin, but at lunchtime during the week, she didn't want to take it in front of her friends. So sometimes she took it an hour or more after the meal, which was causing her to have high blood glucose levels after the meal and then to go low later in the afternoon. And then sometimes she overtreated the lows and ended up with high blood sugar numbers again. She actually ended up going on an insulin pump and a personal CGM, and her last A1C was around 6.5. So you can see without the professional CGM data, I wouldn't have discovered what was really going on with this young woman's blood glucose numbers and would not have been able to target the trouble areas and address those lifestyle issues. In all the times that I've utilized professional CGM, there was almost never a case where I didn't need to tweak therapies because of it. And in most of the situations, I referred the person to a diabetes care and education specialist to discuss lifestyle issues in more detail as well. So that just shows both of those cases, what some of the clinical benefits are of using professional CGM with people in our practices. But I'm sure our listeners also want to know more about the financial impact of professional CGM, especially with me relating that there is an upfront cost. 
Yeah, very true. And the financial impact really is twofold. First, once the program is up and running, of course, it will increase in efficiency as time goes by, and that will lead to increased revenue generation for the clinic. Secondly, the improvement in diabetes metrics will improve pay for performance measures for clinicians. Okay, and that's always on everyone's mind in a practice to meet those outcome measures. So that's important as well. Now, we want to talk more about what's in the playbook and what it is and why you think it's important. Yeah, so the Professional CGM Playbook is a step-by-step resource that walks the reader through implementation of a professional CGM program into their practice. The playbook also includes additional resources, the latest CGM research, case studies, and sample downloads. It's meant to be an easy-to-follow step-by-step guide that can be used by all clinics that serve people with diabetes that are interested in establishing a professional CGM program. To my knowledge, this is the first time that all of this information has been compiled into one easy-to-use resource tool. Yes, and that's why we asked you to put something together for our listeners, because we feel it's valuable and we hope that you will find it valuable. So now we want to do a deeper dive into the different parts of the playbook that we put together, along with AAMP. And Patty, can you describe the parts and what users may find helpful about it? Absolutely. So the playbook is divided into five sections. Part one includes an overview of professional CGM, case studies, and identifies obstacles such as therapeutic inertia. Okay, so part one is really just the introduction, but then you get into some actual cases like the examples we gave, and then maybe how it can help overcome some barriers. Is that correct? Yes, and of course, therapeutic inertia, is a, it's a big deal right now. And in fact, JAMA had just put out an article in 2019, and the conclusion to that was that diabetes care in the United States has not significantly improved between 2005 and 2016. And we've attached that article in the show notes today for you. Okay, great. So then we need to get into how to develop the actual program in the practice. I understand part two addresses some of that. Yeah, that's right, Jody. Part two takes the reader through the steps to develop a professional CGM program, and it takes you step-by-step through the process that you need to do, and included in each step is a checklist of items to accomplish, as well as quick tips. All of this helps you make sure you're on the right track as you develop your program. Yeah, I think step-by-step checklists with tips is really the way to go to help someone who's not familiar with it to implement it. We want to also know what kind of resources we're providing through this playbook for folks. Right, Jody, and that actually takes us right into part three of the playbook. And part three provides the worksheet resources really that go along with the steps that are outlined in part two. And the worksheets are meant to be used in staff meetings to get all the feedback from the team members to really help build a solid program for the clinic. Can you give us an example of what type of worksheets there are? Sure. For instance, worksheet number one is to evaluate the value, the pros, and the challenges, the cons of a professional CGM program. And you can solicit input from the whole team as you're going through this. Great. Now, of course, professional CGM includes downloading 
the information. I understand part four goes into, a, well, actually shows sample downloads to help you decide which one maybe to choose. Can you say a little bit more about that section? Yeah, so part four actually has um, sample professional CGM downloads from all of the manufacturers that currently, at the time of publication, uh, made professional CGM uh, products. And as well as the sample downloads, there also is some sample interpretation and insights provided by the downloads. So it's a really great resource for uh, people to have a look at to help understand what kind of output you're going to see from the downloads. And do we know about any research that's been done um, on professional CGM or any additional resources? Yes, so that's kind of a twofold question. There is a lot of research that's been done on CGM and that is available in the playbook. There's a table in there by Dr. Peters that goes through the different research uh, articles that have been done on CGM. And then also in part five of the playbook, that includes the resources and research list. So we have all the research articles that went into creating the playbook. We also have um, the manufacturer online training, the links to their websites are there. And also of course, DanaTech, which is fantastic for keeping up on the most current changes and updates in diabetes technology related items. Great. Now, as I mentioned before, we partnered with the American Association of Nurse Practitioners on this project. And I know you were recently presenting a poster at one of their conferences. Uh, what did you hear from the nurse practitioners at your poster session about this? Oh, that poster presentation was so much fun, Jody. Lots of nurse practitioners stopped by to chat with me about it. People had questions about things like what professional CGM is. I think um, sometimes people really aren't sure of that distinction between professional and personal CGM. So I described that in more detail to folks. Um, there were questions about reimbursement to the clinic. Some people were really quite surprised that professional CGM can increase revenue to the clinic. And then there were questions about how to find time to do professional CGM in today's busy healthcare environment. Um, and so once I explained to people how we really utilize a team approach in a system like this and how that can really make the difference for finding time for it, um, that seemed much more doable once that was explained. That's a great segue for my next question for you, which is what does this playbook mean for different members of the care team? That's a great question. So the professional CGM process parts can be designated to various members of the care team, the clinic medical assistant, the LPN, the RN, or any other allied health staff that's trained may be responsible for device placement, patient instruction, and device download. That same person or someone else may be responsible for inventory management and device cleaning. A provider will interpret the data and a diabetes care and education specialist can communicate the data to the person with diabetes and explore factors that might have contributed to the glucose readings. The worksheets and steps in the professional CGM playbook will help teams decide which roles it makes sense for each member of the care team to take ownership of. And that may change as time goes by. Thank you for that good information. Now we know Technology changes extremely quickly, so I'm sure our listeners would like to know how often the playbook will be updated. 
So the playbook will be updated at least annually. Um, one important change that has occurred since publication of the playbook is the FDA approval of Dexcom's G6 Pro CGM. This is the first and only single-use professional CGM system with blinded or unblinded mode. The G6 Pro collects data over a 10-day period, and it has alerts and alarms that warn users of dangerous high and low glucose levels when worn in the unblinded mode. We're also aware of another single-use professional CGM that is awaiting FDA approval. DanaTech continuously updates with new diabetes technology information, so stay tuned to learn more about this. Well, Patty, this has been a great conversation. You've covered a lot of material here from case studies to parts of the playbook to financial impact, research and resources, worksheets, etc. And we will also be providing a link in the show notes as well. This has been a very valuable conversation, and I'm sure our members and other healthcare professionals who are interested in starting to use professional CGM in their practice will benefit greatly. And I want to thank you, Patty, for being with us today. Oh, thank you, Jody, for inviting me to be your guest today to discuss the professional CGM playbook. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of The Huddle Conversations with the Diabetes Care Team. Today, we heard from Patty about the great potential of professional CGM programs and how the new professional CGM playbook gives you the tool and resources to start implementing one of these programs today. Incorporating this technology into your practice can improve outcomes for people with diabetes while unlocking new opportunities for your health system. Go to diabeteseducator.org forward slash professional CGM to access the new playbook and get started on optimizing diabetes self-management through user-generated data. To access other resources and research referenced in today's discussion, please visit diabeteseducator.org forward slash podcast. The information in this podcast is for informational purposes only and may not be appropriate or applicable for your individual circumstances. This podcast does not provide medical or professional advice and is not a substitute for consultation with a healthcare professional. Please consult your healthcare professional for any medical questions.